You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. So take me away. I don't mind. But you'd better promise me I'll be back in time with your friends at Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Welcome. My name's Jordan Lowe. Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. And we had to bring in the big guy for this special episode of Kapow. Our time travel guru, <laughs> Mr. Jesse Starcher. Wow, I have was born for this actually. When I when I started <laughs> podcasting, I was like, maybe one day I'll reach the apex of podcasting and sit down and yeah. be a part of I don't know, something to do with time travel. I mean, I throw comics out there all the time about time travel, but you guys know as well as I do, there's something that speaks to my heart when it comes to time travel movies and uh i certainly am not going to jump in here and spoil what we're going to be doing tonight because somebody else has got to explain exactly what we're getting into here so thank you guys for having me i'm so glad you thought of me we didn't want you to miss it he can't explain it because he doesn't understand it yeah he (laughs) doesn't know what's gonna happen but but he's gonna fake his way through i'm gonna go back in time and explain it to him all right so We've done this before. We've done a few different iterations. Every time we have different numbers of people, it's a different kind of uh, format. But uh, basically, we're doing one of our fancy drafts, and this time it's for time travel movies. This is probably this is my favorite one yet. This is exciting. I've been wanting to do this for years. Yeah, buddy. And yeah. Uh, so I can't wait to hear what everybody else thinks is an integral time travel movie. We're gonna have the top twenty. Time travel movies. I expanded the number of picks to fit four people here, so everybody can get a few in there of their faves. And the way we do it is there are different columns of picks. If you've ever listened to one of these before, um, and you got some special powers to go along with it, um, I'm going to read the different options for those um, columns, and then we will take turns choosing who gets which column. We already pre-rolled the dice to see the order. Um, so, I would, if I were you, I'd get your pen and paper out here. So everybody prepared with that? I would mm-hmm. revise it. So then you can follow along. One of the choices, column A, will get, out of 20, you only get four picks. So, that may be good or bad. Uh, you would get pick 14. Then you would get ten, You would get three picks in the top 10. You would get pick 10, pick 6, and the number one pick overall. You will get to say what the number one time travel movie is. Along with that, you also get two vetoes. Ooh. Now... This the intention of this is to protect that number one pick, but you can use those vetoes however you want. Um, and I'll explain the vetoes when we're done naming these columns. Uh, the second column, column B, 
We'll get six picks out of 20. It's mm. a lot of picks. Yeah. You get picks 19, 18, 15, 11, but you only get two picks in the top 10. Pick seven and pick two. So that's a pretty good call. Mm-hmm. You will only get one veto. Mm. That's your only power. I feel like the vetoes are going to really come into play on this one. I feel like they are too. Yeah. Uh, column C. Uh, you get five picks out of 20. Pick 20. Pick 16. 12. And then you just get two in the top 10. Picks eight and pick three. You will also get in column C, you will get one veto and one veto override, which I will explain. The final column is column D. You get five picks. Pick 17, 13, and then three in the top 10, nine, five, and four. And you're, you only have one power, that is one veto. So, to explain the vetoes, okay. when someone makes a pick and you don't think it belongs there, you can veto it. And they have to make, they have to make a replacement pick at that. Once someone names their pick, it is officially their pick. You cannot be talked out of it. Okay? So, it's official. The only way that pick goes away is if somebody vetoes it. Hmm. You could veto yourself. If we sat here and talked to you, talked, shamed you, <laughs> you, could, <laughs> you could use your veto and veto yourself, but otherwise that is your pick. Um, there's different reasons to veto, though. You may, You may say... I don't think that movie deserves to be in the top 20 at all. Or, or, oh my gosh, I can't believe you think that belongs in the top 10. Like you saved a movie and you used it in the top 10 and somebody thinks that's, that's a travesty. It shouldn't belong there at all. They can veto it. But a, a movie has never gone forever. It can still be picked again at a higher <laughs> spot. So okay. you can so someone may say okay you vetoed it but then if they have a pick further on and it's important to them they may play that movie again but it's more than likely that they have a movie ranked higher than that or they wouldn't have picked that movie at that spot in the first place. Another reason to use the veto is if say someone named your favorite movie in the 15th spot and you think it deserves to be higher it then you're going to have to use right. your veto to make it Move up, move up, and you can pick it later. So I'd like to advise people, don't use that too much to your advantage to screw people into using their vetoes early by naming something you know that they're going to veto because it's not high enough. That's that's against the spirit of the game. I'm right. And the only other power is a veto override. Now, if you pick a movie and someone vetoes that pick, you cannot override that. You can't override your own pick. 
a veto of your own pick, but you can do it for someone else. And we've done it before where someone else's pick got vetoed. The one I always go back to is Jordan picked Shredder as a villain costume. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yes. And I, and somebody vetoed it. I did. It might've been Cliff and I veto overwrote it because I thought it was a very nice costume and he should get to pick. So that's how it works. Does everybody quasi understand that as we go on? We will uh, explain anything. Um, so now we we picked our order of who gets to choose those columns first, and I get to go first. And I probably should have spent some of this time deciding which column I wanted. Yeah, you were too busy, <laughs> too busy explaining. explaining things. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't. I don't want. Uh, I don't. Let's roll a dice. Yeah. It's your four-sided. <laughs> I don't have one of those. Yeah. Let me look at my, quickly look at my uh, movie list here. Decide how many I feel. I told these guys that I only needed 10 of my favorite time travel movies to make this top 20. So they're going to pick some of them. And as we always point out, this is, we call it a collaborative competition like yes yes you want to jockey to get your picks on the list but we are you all don't want to mess up the list and you know you, you don't want to you you want the best possible overall list we all have to live with this list when it's done mm. so please try to work somewhat that's been, together. that's been going through my head all day like i know <laughs> as soon as we're done it's like etched in kapow stone yeah, it's that's so. it baby <laughs> the rest of them are thrown in the incinerator oh so I'm down to two columns that I'm choosing between here. I think but, that Cliff, I, I get the feeling that you and I are the least engaged in it. Yeah. I feel like I feel like Seth and Jesse are like too in, invested. Yeah, they're they've been and waiting. I'm not sure very you invested. or I are quite near. Yeah. I'm, scared, really... I'm scared that one of you got one of you two is gonna get the six picks. <laughs> i was really upset when seth said i've had this idea brewing for a while and he had a huge jump on me to p figure out what movies to put on the, his mm. list and yeah, i've been trying I, I to make up years. ground i've yeah, worked my whole been, life for this. <laughs> i've been trying to make up ground since you said something yeah huh I guess, man, I don't know. This hurts. This hurts. I balanced this out too well. All right. I guess I'll take column D. Ooh. There's Ooh. three top tens in that. Two in the top five. Mm. Two in the top five. One veto. Okay. So then it's me, right? I get to pick. Which column yes. I want? You pick the next column. I'm going with B. Column B. You're going to take six picks. I'm Let's taking just... six, baby. Oh, my God. I'm overcommitting. And... <laughs> yeah, okay. You get one veto. <laughs> I am overcommitted to this. And then it's Jordan. Well, I was going to volunteer to do column A since it only had four picks. Do it. But then I realized, oh, you, you get the number one pick as well? Because that's a lot of responsibility. Well, you can handle that. I Play mean, nice. Play nice. 
Don't say anything. Don't say I'm not anything. saying a word. Okay. As much as I want to, I, I'm not saying anything. So column C would have to go first. I don't like that. Yeah, give me column A. I'll do it. Okay. All right. I then. like it. That leaves me with column C. Yes. 2016, 12, 8, and 3. One veto, one veto override. So, again, the veto override is I. That is if I if see somebody you else. You see something something. happening that you're policing something right. else. Got it. Got it. Got it. You see someone attack me, you jump in there. <laughs> Protecting it. Okay. I'm just writing in all these picks here. Nine. US six. That's Jordan. And Jordan. Okay. All right. So I think we're ready to go here. Um, so we're going to start here with pick 20. It's Jordan. Is that right? Nope. That'd be me. Oh. Jesse. Nope. Jesse. I get to go Jesse. first. Damn Jays. <laughs> well, all right then. Number 20. Are, are we sharing pictures? We're probably not doing that, right? You, you can do that. Okay. However you, you want to do it. You can, but we weren't. Uh, I, I don't want to drag this out. I have pictures, Jesse, so it's okay. Ooh, okay. All right then. <laughs> Um, well, let me grab, let me get my, uh, folder here and I don't know if I grabbed this one, but I do know I got it bookmarked. So let me go to that real quick. All right, here we go. So number 20 coming in at number 20 on the Kapow countdown. Rick D's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going with army of darkness. Bruce Campbell yeah, as Ash showing up. Uh, you know, this is the third in the Evil Dead trilogy. Sam Raimi, um, probably one of, I mean, it's at the bottom of my list, but it is one of the more entertaining films when it comes to uh, at least tossing a character back in time and just having no regard for where he's at. Yeah. <laughs> when we watched that me and Caleb watched that a couple weeks ago. Uh, and I mean, I just, I just had a ball watching him like just cuss out the local denizens and, you know, he's got a, his boomstick, all the classic <laughs> quotes from the movie um, and just a great horror comedy. Uh, but it's, it's going in at number 20. Anybody have a problem with that? You'd have to be a primitive screwhead to have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this was uh, actually the first one of these out of this series I saw. Same um, here. Yeah, and uh, I just, you know, I, what, what was it, 1992. Yeah, that sounds about right. And I just remember instantly, like, being this movie is crazy. I love it. And so much fun. Um, and I don't even like generally like horror movies. So yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a good rocking time. I mean, you can't you can't be like just. I mean, there was like so much Three Stooges humor throughout the whole thing too, <laughs> it, which is hilarious. You don't see a whole lot of that anymore. Uh, but again, a, a, an enjoyable film. You know, obviously set in motion uh ash is probably one of the more popular horror figures of today uh you know he's yeah. a horror hero um so 
Uh, I, I even watched the series, of course, enjoyed the series. But hey, it's going in as one of my favorite time travel movies. How's that? Yeah, I, I you know, again, this is in my uh, sh- for shame list of things I haven't seen. So everybody's got a list of things they oh, haven't yeah. seen. So <laughs> I'm I'm definitely highly unlikely to veto something that I haven't seen. Somebody else, you know, feels strongly about by all means. You can put this in there. What do you think of it, Jordan? Yeah, as you know, Evil Dead is its own thing. Evil Dead Two is basically a remake, kind of redoing the thing on a little bit bigger budget. This is completely different. This is taking the idea of the first and spinning it completely on its head. I love the poster. That that was on the back of every comic book I owned for a stretch of time. Like that right. was that was everywhere, and I I remember being so enthralled by that and just a genius tagline: "Trapped in time, surrounded by evil, low on gas." Come on, there's <laughs> yeah. nothing better. Than that. Uh, yeah. But I did learn uh, that with the recent Doctor Strange movie that Sam Raimi was in the news. A lot of articles written about him. I had never heard the original ending to this. He was supposed to instead of getting back to the modern time this was supposed to end with him thrown into like a post-apocalyptic future. There was supposed to be a fourth oh. one, like a Mad mm. Max movie. I'm like, Oh, well, how did we never get that? That's a wow. <laughs> but this Missed one stands alone on its own. It is. It's a wonderful, good time. I love it. All right. Very good. There's Great number job. 20. Started off, us off good. Now we go to cliff with pick 19. Oh my gosh. So many picks, Cliff. So, uh, so many picks. So many picks. Too many. Too many picks. Well, <laughs> yeah, I may have uh, I may have doomed myself with this one, but uh, <laughs> I, I was really banking on like the picks. Most of them are in the bottom of the list, so I was like, uh, I've got some obscure movies here on my list I want to talk about. So maybe I, might, I have a better chance getting them in at the bottom. Because just as Jesse picked that movie, I thought there for a second uh, Jordan might veto it just to get it higher up on the list for him. But but that's a good start for us. Um, Vetoes are valuable. Sometimes we never even end up using them. But man, you're gonna want them if some somebody screws you over here. Right, right, right. right. So okay, so my first pick, number nineteen. Let's just get to it here, guys. This is a little movie called Midnight in Paris. Um, Ooh. I I was a little on the fence here because I'm not sure how many or if anyone else has seen it. It's a uh, Woody, Al- it. Woody Allen film. Um, just something I ran across one day and I was just like, for whatever reason, maybe it caught me in the right mood. But I've just I was just like, I really like this movie. I think it's incredible and the cast is wonderful. Um, it's all about a just this writer guy played by owen wilson who is uh engaged to a woman that has a lot of money uh, comes from a family a lot of money they go on a trip to paris and um he is fascinated by um you know that 1920s era of artists and writers and uh, music and how um you know fictionally all kind of uh, intertwined itself in Paris, uh, right about, you know, during that time period. So we've got a bunch of famous actors that play, um, very famous historical 
um, people in it. But um, Kathy Bates, Adrian Brody, uh, it's got uh, Rachel McAdams in it. I said uh, Owen Wilson, Tom Hiddleston uh, was in this, Mark, um, Michael Sheen. And then um, this was nominated for an Oscar uh, for original screenplay. Um, but it, he goes back in time and uh, just uh, uh, right at midnight uh, every night travels back. Um, and, and it's kind of a cute little story about, you know, he's an engaged guy, but he's very um, almost withdrawn uh, from her and her family. And it's kind of a cruddy relationship where he's just more or less along for the ride. But he finds his passion. He he meets all these um, these heroes to him, and and, and finds um, you know finds a, a better way to be enthusiastic about life. So I guess so. Um, but yeah, any I don't know. That's about all I've got on it. I've never seen it. Uh, I I find it great to know that owen wilson and tom hiddleston tie uh they start in a time travel adventure prior to <laughs> yeah. <Loki. laughs> how about that's that? that's great <laughs> uh but yeah i've never seen it i think i've heard of it but uh it sounds interesting I'll, i mean i'll give it that it sounds pretty low-key and uh, and yeah uh, it sounds like a good time yeah it's just owen wilson running around with you know the Fitz, fitzgeralds and um i think monet and and uh, I haven't seen it for a while. Um, Hemingway and just uh, this cast of characters. It's re- I've I just really thoroughly enjoy it. I've watched it several several times now. Um, when I can catch it on HBO or or whatever it's run streaming on um, now and again. But yeah, I have seen it. It's been a you know while I don't remember a lot about it. I remember. I mean I, I don't remember loving it but i mean you're making me want to watch it again like you know maybe it's uh maybe i wasn't in the mood that day that yeah. definitely has a lot to do with when you watch movies so maybe <laughs> yeah. i'll check it out again sometime. i'm not a, i am not like really a woody allen fan at all um this may be the only movie i've, I've ever seen of his that i've seen that i've actually really thoroughly in, enjoyed it but it does it does this amazing thing with just that backdrop of present day Paris, Paris in the past. At, you know, uh, at one point they even travel back even further um, into like the uh, uh, turn of the century, um, or shoot, I think it was even before that. But with the Can Can Girls, it's just the music just works perfectly um, as a background piece. You know, it's not really. Uh, I mean, you could say it's almost a central character, but I don't think that's really how it plays off because we have so many characters in it. Um, but it just it just worked wonderfully for me. Okay, so... I, I have never seen that one either, so all I can say is, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right, so... Uh, no, uh, no fight on that at 19... Uh, Cliff, you got to come right back at us with your oh number eighteen. Goodness, that's what happens when you have six picks. They just come no come doubt. at you like a flurry. This is crazy. Um, okay, so eight- just remember this: just because it's this deep down the list does not mean you have to pick something oddball. There could be that's true. Something, you know, 
Otherwise, yeah. some stuff may not get on the list. I'm already so so far. Neither of these are in the ten movies that I want to make this. <laughs> You're going to get increasingly nervous as the night goes on. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I have back-to-back picks. I've got number eighteen, and I'm going to go with. Hold on here, let me find it. We're going to lighten up the mood a little bit. Uh, number eighteen, I'm going to choose Idiocracy. Okay. 2005, I'm sure everybody's familiar with it. I think we've talked about it a little bit. Um, It's a movie I like more and more every time I watch it. Um, And that is for unfortunate reasons here. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I've heard heard so much about this film. I've never seen it. But uh, uh, yeah, this is is one that I, I have to at some point sit down and watch this because from what I hear, everything is coming true yeah we're getting there we're getting there (laughs) so this is a mike judge film uh by the way and i always love mike judge um and everything pretty mostly everything he's he's ever created tv or television or whatever um came out in when uh 2006 so the stars luke wilson maya rudolph terry cruz dax shepard um, I love Terry Crews as the president, uh, Hector Camacho, Mountain Dew, whatever his name was. He is hilarious. I got to take care of some business, baby. So I need y'all to wait outside. Dwayne Elizondo Camacho, five-time Ultimate Smackdown champion, porn superstar, and president of the United States, had called a special summit with the smartest man in the world. So you smart, huh? Don't you hear it would be bigger? God damn. <laughs> could look like a peanut. <laughs> Let's get you sworn in. Um with his uh his big old rifle and riding the uh the great big chopper. So it cracks me up. It's all about a average guy, Joe. He's in the army. Um he he is base basically the most average guy in the world or in the country. Um, and he gets sent, uh, accidentally him and Maya Rudolph, uh, end up in these pods. They get sent five frozen 500 years in the future. They wake up and, and the world's gone to crap and everybody's stupid. And (laughs) go ahead. Go ahead. He's been, he's been kind of hand wringing and, and (laughs) hands in his face. I don't know what's going on down there. I'm the opposite because I love seeing this on the movie. I love this movie. Seth, Seth, I think is going to have like okay, something about the parameters. Is that what your problem's going to be, Seth? Is that Do what you have a problem? I well, I'm not. Listen, I'm the guest here, sir. <laughs> oh, I invited you to help me here. I got these knuckleheads that want to freaking up throw flip the table and everything I try to do. So mm, I've got how many vetoes do you have? I just have one. He's got one. Just have one. Yeah, well, I'm not saying I like I would never veto this. And yes, there's the time changed. I don't consider it time travel. He was frozen. A in man time. from our era, 500 years in the future. I, oh, it's it qualifies. But this is as loose. <laughs> this is as loose as you could possibly get with that. Oh, like, oh, I beg to differ, sir. <laughs> don't challenge him. Oh no. Oh no. I'm just hoping. 
somewhere along the line, I'm like, okay, this is a fucking great movie. You know, <laughs> I like, I like Idiocracy fine. I saw it once. It amused me. I'm oh. not, I, I'm not going to challenge it. I just like, I really want something, some good, st- really iconic time travel movies to show up someday. I saw every <laughs> list I clicked on. This was on it. It's a, it's a good it's yeah. I mean it considering how long it's been that it still comes up I agree I it's not a bad movie so a gutsy move having back to back Wilson brothers I yeah. applaud that yeah but wow. it's definitely the first thing I thought when I thought time travel list it's like I sure hope we get <laughs> Wilson all the Wilsons Owen on Wilson. there there is yeah. a third Wilson brother if he can Wilson get him Phillips. in it. Mm. Mm. yeah and hold on so hold on B, B. six picks. Six picks. I don't. I, oh no! I know. Oh man! Six picks. You gave him this power. <laughs> I don't care. This is the I, show. This I is needed a happens. natural twenty. I, going me on? fretting. If I wasn't fretting about it, what? We don't even have a show. Come on. So I will say this: Idiocracy is certainly not the best movie that's going to be on this list. But oh, I no. think about it, it more than anything that'll be on this list. Right. I think of quotes from it. Yeah, I watch the news and think, well, there like, you go. This movie is in my brain and has been for decades. So I, I don't know what more you, you can say about a movie uh, than that it, it it resonates with you and has meaning long after you've watched it. Brondo is what plants crave. <laughs> it's got what's it? Uh, it has electrolytes. I really, I really <laughs> am just. I would. I'm. I really don't have any objections <laughs> just waiting for one of my 10 to pop up without me picking it really he really doesn't have any all right we are in the very bottom of this list so there's nowhere to go but up from here yeah i'm gonna allow my it's my turn i'm gonna allow myself one oddball pick out of go all my it. picks i love oddball uh, one one movie you've never heard of it is called beyond the infinite two minutes Na, wir laufen die Proben, hm? Lass mich bloß in Ruhe. Hey, du! Ich bin hier drüben, auf dem Monitor. Hey. Hallo, ich bin's. Oh. Ich glaube, dass ich in der Zukunft bin. Zwei Minuten in der Zukunft. Redest du etwa mit mir? Natürlich rede ich mit dir. Dein Monitor und der Fernseher im Café sind mit einer Zeitschleife von zwei Minuten verbunden. Ich bin hier drüben, auf dem Monitor. Hey. You are correct. I have not heard of it. I know. Even Jesse has never heard of it. No, yeah, I've never heard of this. Highly recommended, Jesse. All right. A cafe owner discovers that the TV in his cafe suddenly shows images from the future, but only two minutes into the future. This is a, I believe, Japanese film. Um, it's set in one location, and it is it it is supposedly a one take, but it's not, you know. But that's the format. He, the very beginning of it, he has a cafe. He lives above it. He goes upstairs, and on his computer monitor in his room. He, he sees himself come up to the screen and say, hey, it's me, two minutes in the future. And this screen shows two minutes in the future, yada, yada. Now, come down here and tell yourself that. And 
that's the start of the movie. It, cool. it is the it is what I love about independent filmmaking. Take a concept with a finite amount of money in one location and run with it. And it's it's so enjoyable. Uh, my son and I watched it uh, just a few months ago. It's it's just from a couple years ago. Let me see what year. It was 2020. But it absolutely deserves to be on this list as far as something to get the word out that you need to see this movie. I'm sure you can rent it on Amazon, but I, I just love it. There's I don't I really wouldn't want to spoil anything else about it except that it's very creative and uh, just what how they use the concept of what they're seeing in one screen being two minutes in the future, how they use that to their advantage to uh, you know pursue the goals that the characters have. So uh, I think Jesse, you would definitely like it as a yeah. time travel aficionado. You you need to see this movie. I yeah, I'm looking at it right now on IMDb. It looks pretty cool. Um, Kira usually brings over a friend of hers, and I, I always make them sit down and uh, watch like an oddball movie or something like that. Um, I'll never forget having them watch The Mist and how like at the end they were so distraught, and I reveled in it. Oh um, yeah, but it- <laughs> their pain. It's great. Yeah, I loved it. it but, you me. know, this is something that they would dig. Uh, so I, I'm sure that. Uh, Absolutely. What, this is you probably have no idea if this is streaming anywhere. Uh, it, I, we had to rent it on Amazon. OK. All so right. yeah, it was it was like, you know, three or four dollars, but totally worth it. Subtitles, you know, but mm-hmm. yeah, you I, I want to see some creative stuff. Sometimes you got to read about it. Love it. So, so that was number 17. Now we have the OJ with his second pick at number 16. Okay. All right. Well, let me get to my screen here real quick. Keeping track of things too here. Uh, All right. So clocking in. Boy, how many picks do I have left? Three, Uh, four. Four four picks left. Counting this one, right? Yes, yes, yes. All right. Okay. We're going to go with we're going to go with this one. I really I really do enjoy this one. Okay. Oh good. Then it must be in my top 10. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know about all that. This is personal <laughs> personal preference for myself here. All right. You be all right. Um okay, let me get back to here and I'm going to share my screen. This is frequently asked questions about time travel. So, are, are you are you hand ringing down there, Seth? Are you are you face palming? You all tell right? Tell us about. It. Tell us about. Okay. It. So, three guys are at a bar. One of them goes into the bathroom, which, by the way, Chris O'Dowd uh, stars in this uh, from the IT crowd. Um, goes into the bar, goes into the bathroom, and he walks back out. Uh, and it turns out he's went back into the past a short amount of time. And things kind of progress from there where he sits down and tells his buddy. Now, mind you, Chris O'Dowd, who is a big sci-fi fan, uh, he's I think he's even trying to write some stuff or maybe one of the other guys are as well. Uh, but he sits down and he's like, hey, I just time traveled. And they're like, bull crap. They're like, no, oh, follow me. Follow me into the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so they go into the bathroom 
and then it just it starts out you know kind of small and then it just progressively gets worse and worse because there's a tragedy that happens they're trying to figure out okay how do we stop this tragedy oh my goodness we're in the future there's large ants eating people what do we do how do we get back very british um but uh i say very british i mean it's it's not as british as some things can get it's fun though it's a lot of fun um it you know it, it's probably up there i remember watching it probably it had to have been like i don't know five or six years ago maybe a little bit longer than that uh and i was like how have i not known about this because it had been out for a long time and it was one of those things that when i watched it i i couldn't believe that it flew under my radar uh so good comedy fun time travely sci-fi romp anybody anybody seen this i have seen it okay it right. is not in my top 10 but it was on my list all I'm right it's on. i'm perfectly comfortable with it being on the list i like it. it reminds me of like uh it's like a time travel at world's end oh uh, yeah yeah, yeah very much. reminds yeah. me it's very bar british uh yeah i i i remember really liking this movie um, I almost rewatched it not too long ago, but just didn't have time. But yeah, I I really like this movie. It's definitely good. Definitely good. Hmm. <clears throat> Psyched. At least it's something I've you know. <laughs> was potentially of. it was in my countdown on my phone here, so that's something. Yeah, see, it says HBO Films on it. I yeah, it's on HBO. It's on okay. HBO. Yeah, I I don't know this film. Um, I but you know. Yeah, it was straight to HBO, I believe. Okay. Yeah. But it's yeah, good. It's, a good, it's a good time travel movie. It's funny. It's well done. It's, you know, it's our jam. I like it. So now back to back to the well. We got to go back and dip our ladle in some cliff. See what comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff ladle. Oh boy, this is fun. <laughs> we have fun. We have fun. <laughs> All right, so we're at fifteen, right? Oh yes. man, I am just, I am. Just, you only have four picks total left. Count yeah, this one. So yeah, only. Yeah, I am just checking, <laughs> checking boxes right you off of my list. You've seen four films. You've seen four films. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting some Disney. Disney thing we heard of. I, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure. I I think I found one everybody's probably seen, um, okay. maybe multiple times. But I'm sure everybody's heard of this movie because this was a popular one. Um, it's called Thirteen Going on Thirty. Okay. Jesse, if you'll recall, I originally said you and I are going to do a time travel. <laughs> and then this, I felt bad because I yeah. didn't invite them. So I said, everybody can come have oh, fun and I look was, at this. I was all we get in. Jennifer Garner in a nighty. All right. All in, baby. <laughs> um, You know, it, it, it's a weird thing. I've seen this movie so many times. But this was a, I don't know, for whatever reason, this was a really easy pick for me. <laughs> Jennifer Gardner, she, she, uh, she's a little, you know, she's a 13-year-old girl 
having those junior high problems with bullies and the the friend group and the boy she is in love with who you know has no interest in her and she uh she she gets humiliated ends up in uh, uh stuck in a closet uh after playing seven minutes in heaven and she's embarrassed she shuts the door gets the magic pixie dust falls on her and she wishes she would be uh 30 flirty and thriving and she she wakes up the next day and she is 30 years old she is time skipped over time traveled to the future where she's an adult and rich and famous and um some of those friends that were bullying her she is you know taken over she finds out she has taken over the 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 friend group and uh usurped the power um but it's not all you know uh as glorious as she thinks it would be um at first and realizes her life isn't that happy and uh she uh she has to do the Michael Jackson thriller dance at work at a party <laughs> And uh, to to win the day and and the approval of her boss and then um, it's it's got uh, Mark Ruffalo in it as uh, plays her best friend. It's a really sweet movie. My wife and daughter, of course, adore this movie. Um, great soundtrack and it's just a you know it's a nice little rom com that you can watch on any Sunday morning and, and you know, I'm not ashamed to admit that it was always a fun movie. I haven't seen it for some time, but man, there was a period of time where this was on a lot at my house. So. If old buddy, I'm, I'm usually on your side. Oh. And I like including, you know, female centric movies. That's good to have a nice mix on the board, but. This is a tough one. It's a tough one to get behind. Remember, this is number 15, too. So we're still at the bottom. I like those picks at the bottom. But what's, we're going to be all bottom here pretty soon. We'll be all bottom. <laughs> <laughs> well, the all bottom boys. It's all about that base. Uh, what's the so, veto order who gets the who has to well decide? I have to choose first I'm not going to use my one veto on this because honestly it is a fine movie I have seen it I enjoyed it I ha ha I thought it was <laughs> fine <laughs> it is not in my top 30 time travel movies <laughs> 30 flirty and thriving at number 15 I feel like yeah, you know, body swap movies are a whole separate genre. But you but say she, she actually goes from a teenage and she actually goes to the. Her I'm assuming future. that yeah, she she's... was in the 80s. Yes. And yes. then she goes to 2004. So I think it qualifies. Mm-hmm. It, it yeah. big wouldn't qualify. No, because he's still in the same time frame. Right. Right. But that does not mean you can't veto it. Anybody that wants to beat <laughs> Well, here here's what's going on. I'm evaluating everybody else's pick because when it when we start going closer to the top, trust me, the veto button is ready. Uh-huh. Uh, because I'm starting to you know, I'm starting to kind of gather what kind of picks we have. I, so far not- of the of the ten picks I felt needed to be on this list, one of them's on there and I picked it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's not 
Yeah. Oh. Now, my well, worry about vetoing this is giving Cliff a seventh movie to talk about. I know. That's the problem. That's the catch. That's the catch in this design that he gets to pick right. another one. <laughs> and he probably only has so many. At some point, he's going to be on his phone Googling time travel. <laughs> then you're going to be mad at your list, anyways. Yeah. All right, I, I won't use a veto. I'll, I'll, I'll trust that this has enough personal connection that it's important enough to you to have. I, I really, I'm, I'm cool with it too. That's, that's totally fine. We need something there that shows that there are other things than these highly technical freaking time travel things. This is more about the fun of it. Yeah, I, I had a good time watching this film. I mean. I think I've watched it two or three times. Uh, good family film, you know, is yeah. to kind of hang out with the kids and watch it. So Andy Circus, um, man, he, I mean, it's it's got a great yeah. cast. Yeah, I mean, I, I won't I won't complain about the quality of the film. That's for sure. So uh, it's, <laughs> it's 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 just it's not fun. it's not in your top twenty time travel movies. It was, but I, but that is Cliffs and Cliffs part of this list. So that's right. Now. We're on to Jordan with his first of four oh, picks. He's been waiting. He has to really make it count. I've been he sitting here. Know what's gonna? He's only thing that's been proven to Jordan is that anything can happen. <laughs> I've been sitting here forty-five minutes. And I still don't know what to pick. I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> my my biggest compulsion is to get Escape from the Planet of the Apes on yet another list. <laughs> I think I've added that to every yeah. list we've done. Yeah, somehow. That's cool. I won't, I won't. I won't. Oh, Cliff's all about. Yeah, whatever you want. <laughs> Cliff's like, I'm not. I don't dare freaking say. <laughs> <laughs> if I had more picks, I might try to get some apes on there. But um, with only four, and I only have four or five, I think definitely needed. My my list isn't quite as extensive as Seth. So, and I'm I'm pretty mainstream. I don't have a lot of oddballs. So I. I feel like there's I definitely like going to be going. there's definitely going to be some crossovers so if i my lowest pick if i'm going to squeeze one oddball in <laughs> i guess it has to be here and raise Seth's blood pressure just a little bit higher <laughs> <laughs> hangs his head oh man hope i get oh. to make my picks before i keel over <laughs> I'm going to go with, uh, this was one of my favorite movies of the era, Run, Lola, Run. Money? It's more of a time loop movie, but it does that thing I like best about time travel where you see different possibilities. One little thing changes and it, it cascades into a whole bunch of different things. So this was a, a German film from 1998 starring uh, Franca Potente. This is the kind of the, the movie that put her on the map and she went on to start a bunch of other things like the Bourne movies and a bunch of TV shows. Um, 
It's super stylish. The tech it's got a techno music soundtrack. And it is seventy-one minutes long and includes one thousand five hundred and eighty-one edits. So wow. the, av- the average shot length is about two point seven seconds. It is Jeez. just it moves and moves and moves and never stops. So the plot is very simple. She Lola is a woman dating kind of a dirtbag dude who screws up and loses a hundred thousand Deutschmarks to a very dangerous person. And he's got 20 minutes to pay this guy back or he's dead. And he calls Lola for help. And she ha- she runs out of her apartment. And you got 20 minutes. And with the exchange rate, that's about $55,000. So so imagine you got 20 minutes, get me $55,000. How would you do that? So she just runs for her life and her boyfriend's life. And the movie never slows down. And when it hits a conclusion about 20 minutes in, basically real time it ends and it starts again and she gets another chance. So it's almost like a video game. You get to play the level again. So it just keeps going back over. Sometimes she gets closer. Sometimes she, she doesn't quite make it. So it's just sort of a nonstop thrill, thrilling, like heart racing sort of thing. And it's, it's a wonderful movie. And I, I really loved it. Cannot say that I've seen it. I've heard of it, but uh, never sat down and watched it. I'll have to put it on the list. I saw it a long freaking time ago. What year did you say it was? 1998. Yeah, it's been a long time. Since and it I is saw a it. it is exact. It's such a time capsule of 1998 that, like I said, the techno music, the fashion. Yeah. She's got she's got these baggy cargo pants and like a Gwen Stefani like you know a tank top like it's it, <laughs> it's plucked directly out of 1998. She was running. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, totally qualifies. I remember it being good. I I need to watch it again, I, I'm sure. Uh, kind of forgot about it. So that's cool. And I feel like another good goal More of people, this list, we've yeah, already people, got a couple on here. Like, wow, I'd like to check that out. So yeah, people that. need to know about this movie. So absolutely, yeah, it's definitely. I hear it come, out, come up on lists, and I always think, I've seen it. You know, but I don't, <clears throat> I don't, I, you know, I think I should watch it again. It might creep up my list there. Hmm. So yeah. run Lola run. Yeah. I, at I, I don't, 14. I don't know this movie, but you guys have been sports. So I'm not saying anything so far. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So at 13, I guess I pick, this is my second pick of five here. Um, Okay, well, I got to get one of these movies on here, so no pressure, Seth. <laughs> but uh, better pick a movie you like, because um, it may not happen otherwise. Um, I'm scared. I can't believe I'm picking this movie, but I'm going to. I feel like you guys will surely. Ooh. That's a bad, bad decision. Let's see. I'm putting it on here because I think it needs to be on here better more than any of those movies. So I'm gonna go with from the year 2000. I almost I thought Jesse almost was gonna say it earlier. It's called Frequency. Oh, that is a solid film. It is. <clears throat> 
It's uh, <laughs> it was on the it was on the spares. We'll just put it yeah. that way. This is Dennis Quaid, Jim Caviezel. Uh, hmm. Those are the names. Um, that sounds very familiar to me. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a good. It's a. Um, It gives this police officer, John Sullivan, the chance to speak to his father. 30 years in the past, he takes the opportunity to prevent his dad's death. But it gives rise to a series of brutal murders. Right. And he has to fix the consequences of altering time. I, I just, I remember seeing this movie. It's one of those that you caught on a Sunday afternoon. It's like, oh my gosh. How did, how did, how did this happen? How did I not know about this movie? Right. You know, I stumbled upon it and loved it. I love it every time I watch it. Absolutely, you need to check out Frequency. Um, yeah, he, let's see. So, me and the wife went and saw that. So, we had been married for two years. We went to the theater and watched that. Um, and yeah, I was. It, it's really good uh, because it, it's not like your typical time travel adventure, and nobody's going forward in time or backwards in time what's happening is he's he's able to communicate with his dad uh through a ham radio yeah and and he's able to it's because the aurora borealis has happened yeah. you know the northern lights are happening as Hell you ever yeah. get get that bounce hard going there science. i know you guys are in the hard science <laughs> <laughs> right uh but yeah there's some really good moments in that film it's it's a good you know it's it's, it's very actually, uh it's yeah. got action in it and it's got kind of family drama as well you know he's trying to save his dad um and it bore out a series too did you ever watch any of the oh, no. tv series oh i remember yeah. i remember something about that but no i never watched it. i think it went uh, it may have went once it may have went two seasons um but it was i mean it was okay it was it was an all right tv series it got canceled in the middle and stuff because nobody was watching it but <laughs> um i enjoyed it uh, yeah, this was so. before uh jim caviezel went crazy but he <laughs> uh, he's very likable in it dennis quaid is just perfect in it yeah, uh, yeah and and it's very it's all around baseball and stuff so that always you know gets your heartstrings going if yeah. you're like, if you're sentimental about that stuff and it's just uh, all around the 69 mets and it's just it's just a great great flick i highly recommend it as a as a just a pleasant tear jerker type thing where you're you know really rooting for the characters to you know make everything right yeah they got to fix it but did they yeah. fix it oh yeah. don't <laughs> think so we got to fix it again yeah that's funny because I, I remember watching it i remember enjoying it and my only memory is the the warm father-son baseball stuff i do yeah. not remember the brutal murders <laughs> yeah. no. i didn't oh, realize wow. there was a whole other side to the movie. yeah it's like oh yeah. no what's happening <laughs> there is a serial killer on the loose yeah it's a it's a nice mix of all that so yeah highly recommend frequency i think i got it at the right spot it feels like it should be just outside the top 10 so it's kind of a sentimental favorite of mine Hmm. so that takes us to number 12 the oj gets another pick here okay last pick outside the top 10 right so when you're looking at your list, you're like, okay, where is the overlap going to happen? And I think I have a good idea of where the overlaps yeah. going to happen. Good luck, buddy. So these lower picks are the spots where it's <laughs> just like you guys are trying to fit in the oddball stuff. I'm not going to be doing that, but I'm going to be I'm done with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to be throwing in uh, 
the stuff that's lower on my list. Yeah. Not too low. Uh, so what we're going to do now, let me go ahead and bring up my screen. And this is a, this is a pretty sentimental pick, but I think I'm, I'm fairly certain you guys have seen this movie. Okay. Give me just a moment. Yeah. Man, the anticipation. My blood is just on fire. <laughs> it's all I can do. Uh, is well, it. here, well, like... let me tease it a little bit. 1986. <laughs> all right. 1986. 1986. He's going through his list right now. I uh, know, I <laughs> all right. I'm hurting. I'm scared. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right. Let me figure out how to. There we There's go. nothing in my type top 10 from 1986. <laughs> oh, no, no. Now uh, you're in trouble. 1986. This is directed by Randall Kleiser. In 1978, a boy travels eight years into the future and has an adventure with an intelligent, wisecracking alien ship. It is Flight of the Navigator. Let me stretch this one out a little bit. <sighs> <laughs> Really now? When you're just growing up, every day is a new discovery. But nothing David Freeman has ever experienced will prepare him for the adventure that lies ahead. Sit down. I think there's been some sort of mistake. Your brain contains data necessary to get me and my friends home. I'm just a kid. You are the navigator. Walt Disney Pictures presents a new adventure fantasy. What are you doing? Above and beyond the ordinary. Take me back! Okay. Oh, no! Fight of the Navigator. Do something! You're the Navigator, not me. 20,000 feet and falling. Come on, one of these hasn't started. the key to an adventure on the most fantastic hot rod in the universe. A story of a spaceship. That flying saucer's first rate. Be cool, dudes. A friendship. I'm gonna miss you. I'm going to miss you, too. And an experience beyond imagination. Don't you want to take a turnpike? I'm the Navigator. Flight of the Navigator. Disney's new adventure fantasy. So, so... Number number one, this, this is a cliff pick. Cliff would have done this for you. Well, it, it, I noticed it says something up at the top of that poster. Uh, yeah. Walt Disney presents um, the classic. This is cinema, guys. This is a wasted pick. George, what uh, are you Jesse. talking about? No, I because he would have picked this. And now to. now here's what you got. You're going to pick this. And now you've given your pick to Cliff. <laughs> Cliff, Cliff is going to Google time travel movies. <laughs> And pick something out of a hat. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, go go uh, on, Jesse. I want to. Oh, I, go I, on, he says. Yes, go on. I mean, uh, I went to the theater, watched this with my dad. Uh, this is very shortly after I became a fan of time travel as a plot device in films. But it is a, it's a great film. It's about a young boy. I just read it. Fall. He basically falls. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's he, running he in falls, the woods 
he's running in the woods. He falls after he trips over some railroad tracks or something. I can't remember. Yeah. Next thing he knows, he wakes up and he's he's in the future. You know, he's hanging out with Sarah. Sarah it's Jessica eight Parker. years later, nineteen eighty six. Sarah. Yep. Yes, exactly. Na- he's NASA picks him up to study him. And Sarah Jessica Parker is there to, she's delivering his food in a row. It's got robots. Right, right. We got aliens in this thing. We got a spaceship, a sentient spaceship. Nonetheless, who is voiced by mm. the Mr. 80s himself, Paul Rubens, Pee Wee mm. Herman. Pee Wee so, himself. Pee Wee himself. Yes. Um, you know, and, and, and most of this is, uh, you know, it's about a kid who's on a journey trying to figure out how to get back. And of course, he's interacting with his family in 86 who have been thought he's long dead. I mean, they've been thinking he's disappeared, got killed, whatever. Yeah. And then he's come back and he's the same age. It's a, it's a fun I remember film. That striking me hard. That would have been the first time I'd ever thought, seen that concept of, you know, somebody who went missing and, and returns exactly as they left. Like, right. That, that's a common right. thing in a lot of sci-fi, but that, I remember that blowing my mind of like, wow, what would happen if somebody just, leaves one day and comes back years later like where yeah i remember that being a a, a mind-blowing concept of that age. because he doesn't age right right yeah everybody else ages eight years later and then he turns up and he's exactly the same so uh, yeah yeah and I, 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 I love how like the 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 spaceship you know, takes on parts of his personality at one point. So it's real like structured and robot like at first. And then it kind of scans him. And then all of a sudden, you know, compliance, yeah. compliance. I remember that all the time. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it becomes Pee Wee Herman. And you're just like, oh, yes, this is great. Uh, and at the end, you know, it, it, it everything works out in the end, of course. Um, but uh, if you haven't had a chance to see Flight of the Navigator, sentimental pick coming in. What number am I? 12? This is your 12th pick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now I have only what two. There two it is. Left. Spoiler. Two left. <laughs> two left. That was. Uh, you didn't say the magic word, but Seskin scream. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> um, yeah. So. So how um, high on your list was was would that? So I yeah, that was on your list, Cliff. Yeah. Um. I'm going to be real honest. When I made my list, which was several weeks ago, this was my top pick. Really? You know, it, it crossed my mind. I was like, I, I have a feeling Cliff would probably put this up there when yeah, it comes to I, time travel movies. I so. abs- absolutely loved this film as a kid. It used to be on the Disney Channel all the time. Um, I thought I, I, I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Paul Rubens was amazing in it as the voice. Um, and what a cool spaceship that always blew me away. Yes. It was how it so... would morph and then it would, you know, become a cigar shape and then it would become yeah. cylinder and all. Yeah. It was, it was neat. It changed shape to go faster and the, the steps kind of melted out of it and then would just hover there. Um, it was so different. And if you remember the little aliens, he had collected the little different species. Um, yeah. they were real cute and some of them were really ugly. And, uh, but yeah, it, but it had, um, it had some heart to it. You know, there was, like Jordan said, there was some emotion with the family because, you know, they were so saddened, you know, as anybody would be, but then he reappears, but which you would be really excited, but it brings all this problem with it. Like what in the world's going on? Where has he been? Why does he look the same? 
you his know. younger brother is now his older brother. It's, yeah. And he, his younger brother who was such a dork. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's a uh, little, I went and saw this. It's a little, I, I supposed, go ahead. I was going to say, I went and saw this at the Smoot Theater when it was showing movies. <laughs> wow. That's how long ago this wow. was. Yeah. yeah. The only yeah. thing I saw at the Smoot was a Aristocats. <laughs> nice. That's a good one, <laughs> nice. too. I approve. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, this was very high. Um, honestly, uh, it was my, I had it down as my number one pick. But I was, I was seeing how this list was going, and I have the next pick, and that was going to be it. I already had it queued up here. Um, I was going to do a little rearrange, so I'm going to have to rearrange anyways because I'm fine with it at 12. I'm just fine that it's on the list and somebody else loves this movie as much as well, I Well, technically, so. I'm trying to wonder whether I, but I don't even know if I can trust Jesse anymore. I, I, if I, if I, because I could, I could veto it, then Cliff would pick it and you would get another pick instead of Cliff picking now. You know, but I, I, know. I understand the strategy here because mm. Cliff has number one, right? No, yeah, I, I, no, no, Jordan Joe, has number they one. They have number, Cliff has two, number two and one. What, what two are we Cliff, doing here? Seth? High five. <laughs> <What are> we... <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, trust me, if they screw it up, I'll just shame them into oblivion. <laughs> um, it'll ha it's how every episode will start. I'll be like, remember, here's the guys that. Had picks two and one. Um, so if you if you veto me, then I have to pick something else. Yeah. Otherwise, the and he'll pick this at eleven. That's not a bad or, strategy. With with or, you know you know yeah, it's, I was gonna you say, think you know you right. think you know the fact that I the <laughs> fact that there's a chance he'll just do whatever is the only reason I'm not going to waste my veto right here. So I might try and pick it higher. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to do anything. Great, great movie. And I don't dislike this movie at eleven. That's totally fine. Okay. Fits, fits here. The top, the top, the, from twenty to eleven. There's your sentimental area. We need to <laughs> now. Now it. it's time to get yeah. down to business. Now it's time <laughs> to get the next nine out of ten have to be on my top ten. I list. <laughs> uh, no, actually, I did get two of my top ten on here, so. But that's again just my pick. <laughs> I didn't even wouldn't even have thought of some of these movies. It's like, but that's, that's why we do it. That's the fun in it. Yeah. That's okay. Cliff at pick eleven. Oh man. What are you gonna do when you were gonna put your number I, one? At 11, I really don't know. This is crazy. This is it's all topsy turvy. I would have never imagined. You need me to send you any picks? I'd nope. I'm good. I, my list. I still got movies on my list. I'm still oh, good. Got good. stuff to work with here. Um, but I would have never predicted, honestly, that I would have just ripped through most of my list, just bam, and nobody really like a fart. Yeah, no, no resistance whatsoever. Exactly. <laughs> it's because I know your lists only go so deep. It's like I don't want you to have to be reaching into to, to your butt for something. <laughs> okay, number eleven. I got to pick something. Um, <laughs> Time travel movie. A time yeah. travel. Yeah. Yeah. Would be good. This guy woke up tomorrow mm. and <laughs> I mean, you know, you say time travel, well, that's debatable, but 
Uh, okay, where is my... There it is. Hey, this is a fun movie that I used to... Well, I take that back. This is a really sad movie that I really it's enjoyed. sad, as a not kid. fun movie. Yeah, it's not that... I mean, it's had some fun in it, but then it gets really sad, and then it's fun again, and then it's sad again. Um, Field of Dreams, 1989. The baseball classic. Kevin Costner. He's going to build it, and they are going to come and play their game. And it's got Darth Vader, James Earl Jones. And and it's pretty cool. It's got some time travel in there, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tons of time travel in this movie. Yeah, the all the baseball James men. James Earl Jones and the traveling time travel van, Yeah, right? that's what it's called. Uh, <laughs> that's the subtext. Yes. It's the time traveling hillbillies. That's what we got here. It's all just... <laughs> just... Oh, my gosh. Moonlight Grand. I'm traveling baseball. That's all that is. I love <laughs> Tell it. Tell us all about the high concept time travel. All time. right. So uh, this is based on a book by W.P. Kinsellan, um, and it's all <laughs> it's all about oh, man. Shoeless Joe. <laughs> the guy builds a baseball field in Iowa. He plows down his crops, and uh, and suddenly these baseball men from the past they've. T- I don't know. <laughs> They're dead, but they've time traveled. It's who knows. Yes, they did. They, uh, did. they come back. They play some baseball. Everybody loves baseball. It gets real <laughs> nostalgic. Uh, somehow ends up in a van with Darth Vader. And they go back in time to get this other dude that this voice tells them to get. <laughs> and uh, he's a, it's Burt Lancaster. And he's an old man. And uh, a doctor, but then when they bring him to the baseball place, he's a he's a young man again. And uh, then he saves the little girl. It's all great. And uh, Field of Dreams. Choking on a hot dog. Yeah, <laughs> chokes on the hot dog. And then he plays catch that. with his old man. It's great. It is, a, it is a very touching film. I mean, I, this this is one of those ones that I remember watching with my dad. Um, and uh, you know, it was. I'll, I'll give you that. It's a good family film. It's a good. It, hey. it's you know there's baseball involved again yep. uh, jordan you're gonna have to keep stats nominated oh, baseball <laughs> oh there's a pie chart coming uh, <laughs> nominated Seth got up for... and left i think he okay there, there he's back, back. He, uh, the, he wants the to hear me still say here that. seth it was nominated for three oscars best picture best score and best adapted <laughs> screenplay and in great 2017 it was selected for Something in the Library of Com- Congress. You can read it on my screen. It, it's culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant. I rest my case. It is. It's way up on my baseball movie list. Mm. What I scene? enjoyed myself watching the uh, w- w- watching the movie. Like I said, I had a good time. Kevin Costner does a great job. James Earl Jones. Uh, it's got that supernatural element to it. Uh, which I dig, and uh, yeah, I mean, I'm yes, going to... Does that make every ghost movie a time travel movie? I do ghosts not even want to have this debate. I do not even eras. want to. I don't know the so science Every of it. ghost is technically a time travel movie. <laughs> Seth, please! <laughs> you, just gotta I didn't, let them, you just gotta let them do what they want. I didn't realize you were... This is... You weren't kidding. The show is... <laughs> this is the show. This is the show. <laughs> Them pushing uh, my buttons, <laughs> ruining yeah, I, my life. I did. I remember seeing this on the list as I scrolled through 
best time travel movies. And I, I remember thinking, that's not really a time travel movie. Uh, I'm I'm using my veto. Can I do that? Do we have can we do we have to do a selection process or can I just say no. that or what's gonna yeah, happen here? You can by all means use your veto. Right. They're not all gonna right. argue, I, they want to save theirs. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, I I'll use my veto on this one and Oh Just, man, I, I can't wait again. to see what other baseball movie you can find. <laughs> I don't <laughs> that involves ghosts. Hey, the babe that uh, John oh. Goodman goes from the Please past. Don't let him use his list. Wasn't wasn't Bill Cosby and Ghost Dad? Can we, can I do that one? <laughs> We're can... gonna do the time of travel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Get it on your flux capacitor. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't believe that's the one you guys vetoed. Oh my god! Well, it's because it's uh, getting close to the top ten. We're starting to get serious. Oh, we're like, yeah, we'd man. like to. We're starting to realize we're having running out of chances for yeah. you to pick a time travel movie. Okay, I'm gonna pick a. Let me pick a tra- time travel movie. Not Field of Dreams. Oh. Because it's not that you're pick- we we trust your taste enough. You're not picking bad movies. Yeah. You're just not picking time travel movies. <laughs> they have travel. Ah! <laughs> oh well, that's all that matters now. They he, travel. He had a magic time. They didn't have to go to the field. They, they, had, a, they had a van. They spent a lot of hours in that van, and by the time they got to their destination, it was well in the. Oh. There's definitely oh, oh wow all right i gotta pick another one i'm gonna go in opposite direction here <laughs> that's great oh, oh, that's really good Basketball. Oh. space jam I... <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a time travel movie uh, okay all right all right you ready yeah all right terminator 2 judgment day Taken at the West Highland Police Station, 1984. You were there. Same model. These were taken today. You have to let me see my son. He's in great danger. New mission. Once he was programmed to destroy the future. What it's like to try to kill one of these things. Now his mission, get down, is to protect it. Mom! Come with me if you want to live. You're really real. His loyalty is to a child. Who sent you? You did. 35 years from now. And his enemy. He's a Terminator like you, right? Not like me. Is the deadliest machine ever built. Holy crap, a movie out of my tin? <laughs> oh my god. Oh wow. I, I do not have a slide for it though, so you guys are gonna have to talk a little bit about I it. I have but... a slide for it. Oh, awesome. I bet he's got I'll a slide go that was meant to be in the top ten. Uh, We're, maybe. It's eleven. We're I, close. I used my veto and I can't do anything about I, I it. Know. See? I know. You... That it's, is I know how you feel. Jesse, you're feeling like you wish this was way higher on the list. Right. But man, sometimes it's like pulling teeth for 10 picks before you finally 
<laughs> can get something at all. Ah, uh, I uh, so distraught. Here you go. Okay, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Heard of it? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. This is the uh, the sequel to the to the uh, '80s classic terminator movie i remember uh my parents renting on vhs uh from shattuck's video and then uh, a few years later i was old enough that i got to go see this in theater here in marietta and uh i was blown away by this movie i thought it was awesome at the time you know i still think it's awesome uh it's it, got arnold it, in it that is a timeless classic timeless classic uh and there's some time travel in it because he's got to come back he's from the future and uh, and he's got instead of this time where he's gonna kill the kid or kill the girl, um, now he's got to save him. And we've we've turned it upside down. We got James Cameron staring at us there, the director. And uh, <laughs> and yeah, go ahead. So, well, okay, I guess you know, personal list. This is number yeah. two for me. This wow. is this is uh, in my top five. Number two, like, like, so if you're one of us time travel, this is what we consider the, this is the tippity tops here of time travel movies. This is definitely, absolutely had to be on the list. I remember seeing this in the theater, Jeez. just like one of the, you know, it was just in the first couple of years that we even had that theater here in Marion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, it was like one of the, one of the greatest things I'd ever seen. I, I it still holds up. It to this day, it still feels like you're watching the greatest thing you've ever seen, right? And and I love it. I love the soundtrack. I love everything about this movie. It's phenomenal. So, Cliff, real quick, yes. did you did you watch the first one before this one, or did I, you watch Terminator Two first and then? Like, no, I I had seen the first one. Okay, b- by the All time right. I saw this one, yeah i I'd seen this one. Uh, I think I, mo- I first... think a lot of people our age would have seen this first. Yeah, mm. I, that was the way it was for me. Yeah, yeah. I watched. I watched. And, and what sucks is, is that you don't have that suspense of. I mean, there's sort of the suspense. You know that the Terminator, just pulp cult, pop pulp, pop culture wise, you knew the Terminator was this killing machine, the from the first one. Yeah. Uh, so when you see the second one, you see the movie poster, you don't know what you're going to get. And hopefully nobody, boy, this would have been a hell of a movie to spoil for somebody if they had no idea what they were getting. Um, <laughs> because you're thinking, well, you know, there's the bad guy right there, just like in the first right. one. Oh, man, he's back again. And yeah. then they switch things around. Um, the good thing about that was is I got to have my my 13 year old son watch the first one and then watch the second wow yeah you know he was really into he loved the second film because obviously you got a a kid involved here you know and you got this ruthless killing machine who's just now been programmed to uh protect him and i mean it's just done so well the soundtrack you mentioned is great uh this is the one movie that when i started like listening to home theater systems mm. uh, it, i would crank up the beginning of this movie all the time and just play it and, you know you hear the subwoofer as the tanks rolled across the skulls at the beginning um the visual effects of this film still I mean, hold up still yeah, phenomenal it's, a, it's unbelievable how, what they were doing back then this is 19 what do we say 90 91 um mm. I have it here 91 okay so uh, you, you got um, you got the liquid Terminator T one thousand coming through there, and it 
this was a franchise that I thought could do no wrong. Uh, things start yeah. to go wrong after yeah. this, but Terminator two, one. Okay. Just think to yourself, pose this question, name a sequel that is potentially better than the original. We'll be here all night. Yeah. That's another <laughs> list. That's a different list. This is going to be at the taken. top though. You know, this yeah. is this is going to be at the top because it is one of the best sequels to uh, the original, and it holds up so well and does things better. Yeah, it does so. what a sequel should do. Like it, it keeps the concept, but yeah. it just expands on it and and ups the action, ups the 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 effects, ups the everything. But yeah, and I I, I do think about it. every time I watch it still. I think about you know that that scene of him coming down the hallway, dropping the dozen roses. Like what an impact that would have had if you didn't, you know, you were you 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 you're coming out of it just seeing the first one, and he is the bad guy. Yeah, like what right. an amazing moment that would be if you didn't know. Like mm -hmm. if you could erase your memory and watch this all over again. What a moment! And the transformation of Linda Hamilton yeah. from damsel in distress to action hero. One like, of the yeah yeah just exactly. Hasta yeah, la vista, baby. Come with me if you want to live. I'll be back. Right. What do you want? Quotable insanity every day. Every day we're saying these things. When DVD players came out, all right, this was probably one of the first five that I bought. And I bought, like, uh, it was, it came in like this almost, I'm sure it was aluminum, but it looked like steel uh, slip case. Mm -hmm. And, Loved watching like the extras on that DVD. Uh, you learn a lot about what they did. They also had the director's cut, which is even. I mean, it does it does hold up. It's really good. I'm, I'm there's a lot of stuff that they cut out of the theatrical release that you know I feel should have been in there. Um, all right, I'm stop. I'm gonna stop talking about it. I I we love it. I we love it. I, I I yeah I I definitely deserves to be on the list this low. Cliff. <laughs> Hey, I'm not criticizing Cliff. He got something on there. He got something well, on the list. All right. All right. You, you, your, your veto accomplished getting a movie that needed to be on the list on the list. So, man, you got to pick your battles. We, we did it. We did it. <laughs> we did it. We did it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I ever told the story that the first time I saw that movie was not optimal because my older brother had rented it. And I think he had some friends over and like they had watched it the night before. And it was. Like, I wasn't allowed to hang out with them, of course. So, like, I remember wanting to see this movie so bad, and I've heard so much about it, but he needed to return it the next morning, and I wanted to watch it. And so we sat there, and he fast-forwarded through a bunch of stuff. Like, okay, and then there's this thing. <laughs> oh, no! And we watched it in about an hour. Wow. And I am still loved every minute of it. And we get to, okay, yeah, and then they talk there <laughs> in the desert, no favor, what we make, okay, go, go, go. And then he got to the end where he gets the liquid nitrogen and blows him up in the thing. He goes, and he kills the bad guy. And he stopped it. <laughs> rewound it and returned it. I, that, for years, I thought that's how the movie ended. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love stories like that. That's uh, uh, All right, so man. that is our first half of this countdown. Yeah. So I'd call that part one of yeah. Time Travel Movie Countdown, correct? Yeah. yeah, I bet you We're, the sequels. I bet you the sequels going to be better. 
Yeah. Oh, there was a wasn't there a sequel to mm. Thirteen Going on Thirty? Is there something? <laughs> oh, yeah, I, they I make the top well, ten. Is I don't it know how we're on sixty. Yeah, I, I don't know how we're gonna find top out. <laughs> Jesse, where can the folks find you? Oh well, first off, thanks for having me on here. Can't wait to come back and do the next episode. Um, yeah, hey, if you get a chance, hop on your old podcatcher and find Source Material, the Source Material Comics podcast. Uh, we have all sorts of uh, shows discussing comic books on there. Uh, source material is obviously one of them. We also do Unspoken Issues, which focuses on 90s comics. And uh, over there on the Rattletch and Broadcasting Network, I hang out there as well, talking about metal usually every Wednesday on the Metal Hammer of Doom. Just did a, uh, a discussion last night on TV Party Tonight, which was about, well, let's just say in the archive, you can find it. Uh, it was about... We own this city. Uh, so me, Mark, and Robert Winfrey sat down and talked about this. I think it was a six-episode series that showed up on HBO. We're doing this uh, David Simon thing. Uh, so not Paul Simon. I just about said that. Um, but <laughs> that would have been fun. But anyway, uh, yeah, you can check me out over there. Thank you guys very much for having me on. Awesome. And then uh, you folks can find us in the future. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. I'll be back. Bye forever. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at the Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show Kapow the Pop Cultured Podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash KPP for special content and access to Patreon-only benefits. We are grateful for anyone who chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will remain free. So please continue to like, comment, and share.